Progate Racing, show us your tips. It's our runner-by-runner runner Melbourne Cup preview. Looking through all 24 horses in this year's, what is it now, the Emirates, Lexus, something Melbourne Cup? Lexus. Lexus Melbourne Cup. Uh, yeah, short price, shortest price favourite I can ever remember. Is this the shortest price wine in a long time, Beaver? Yeah, shortest price favourite in a long time. So you think? So you think, I'd say. Three bucks or so. Yes, so uh, you think might have started shorter if it wasn't a bog. Yeah. Uh, but interesting field, plenty to talk about. If you've jumped on for the first time, we've got to give Pro Group Racing a plug. Uh, check out their website for their free tips and extensive guides. And uh, we are here as show us your tips on the YouTube channel as well as on Spotify, iTunes, every good podcast are found twice a week, every week, free tips. You can find us. Uh, hopefully we find the winner here and plenty more. We'll also be doing a full comprehensive preview of both Ken, uh, Randwick tomorrow, Randwick and Flemington uh, after this show. Night. Sunday. Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and run through from there. But uh, who am I? I'm uh, Daggy Beaver, and we're joined this week by Barney, who is our traditional co-host come Melbourne Cup time. I believe found Hello, first man. four or... Second, third, and fourth. Third standard last year. He's our pinch hitter come Melbourne Cup time. We should get you back for like an Epsom or so, uh, yeah, for a, something in an autumn as well. But uh, yeah, also co-host of Footy and Frothies, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the other show. But uh, shall we get into it? We'll talk about our review as well of Derby Day and everything in the other show. I just have to say before we go any further, Daggy, it's great to be it here is, in person nice with see. you, mate. Oh, yeah. so, uh, a hug. This is our oh, first show. This is our first oh. show in person for so some time now. It's weird. I don't know where to look because I'm used to, to looking at my own head on the screen. Toby will be happy. Toby will yeah. be happy that we're doing a show live. With a um, microphone that works. With a microphone that works. So, <laughs> so uh, very good. I was going to keep all the banter to uh, to the other show, but we'll, we'll kick off here. Just as people start going, oh, I'm not watching this preview. Uh, let's get into it, though. We are at Flemington. It's going to be 30 degrees tomorrow. The rail, uh, I haven't seen rail movements. I usually don't tell you until a bit later. Uh, have you seen any rail movements, boys? No rail movements. Nope. This will tell us now. Refresh button wheel. Yeah, I think it's just... Uh Normal position. Uh, it's gone out two metres. Oh, it was true yesterday. So, yeah. uh, gone out two. So, it's Flemington. It's been pretty good. Warm weather. Look, it's not often you get a biased Flemington track. I think Played I can remember. Fair, uh, unfortunately, I can remember two Melbourne Cup days where it was a bit like that. But it was, Played apart from yesterday. that, it was fine yesterday. Yeah. A little bit up and in, but it's all right. No. Yes. You're able to make ground. Best horses should be winning throughout the program. Yep. Uh, the, Mel- the Melbourne Cup itself, obviously, over 3,200 metres. Time honoured. We'll run through runner by runner uh, and get a quick thought on all of them from both of you. And then we will do uh, maybe throw out some exotics and uh, a bet for both of you guys at the end. Yeah. We kick off with last year's winner, Twilight Payment, who comes back off uh, coming through the same lead up here. Won the uh, ran third in the Irish and Ledger last year. Won it the won the trial this year and ran second. Uh, comes out here, Jai McNeil, who rode him last year, uh, a magnificent ride. Comes back, he's $12 in the market. Uh, I'll let you, Beaver, open the batting here. What are you doing with Twilight Payment? Yeah, certainly a chance. You've got to give it a, a chance, given it's won the cup before. Uh, 58, so um, carrying the top weight here. Uh, sixth run into this preparation. Uh, form's been reasonably good, this preparation. I think the only one that it finished out of place was over the 4,000. So we know it's going to run the 3,200. Um, look. Absolutely have to have it in the market. $11, third favourite. I'd certainly be throwing it in my multiples and uh, definite chance in this race. Barney, what are you thinking? Yeah, exactly the same as Beaver, to be honest. It's uh, almost the identical preparation that I had last year. Yeah. Coming into the cup, goes up three kilos on what it carried last year. 
which is the only question I have. Will it have the finish that it came home with and got the win last year? So I think it might be a little bit slower to the line <laughs> at, at, at the end of this one. So, But, yeah, it'll be in the finish for sure. Yeah. Uh, magnificent ride last year to win. It's a year older. It's going well enough. It's it's in as good enough. It's in as good a form as last year. Uh, and given, look, let's be honest, there's a long tail on this race compared to most Melbourne Cups. It's it's a I think it's a live chance. Uh, have it yeah well in the well about the right price in the market. Yeah, I thought it's a bit, little bit unders compared to a couple of the others. You can get a bit more. I feel you it. get better on the day. I think you'll get better. Uh, and and generally, once all the money cart starts flooding in Melbourne Cup morning, I think I think even the favourite, which we'll get to now, will be longer. Yep. Uh, which we'll get to the favourite, Incentivise. He's put together three Group 1s on the trot. He won the Maccabi Diva when uh, some of us may have doubted him. He won the Turnbull impressively and then uh, absolutely bolted in three wide in the Caulfield Cup. He's come down from Queensland and put out some uh, sensational to the eye end on the clock performances. Brett Prebelon, shortest price favourite, as we've mentioned, 57 in uh, on a 52 minimum. That's fine. Barney, what are you thinking about? Incentivise. Oh, it's pretty well deserved to be favourite, doesn't it? <laughs> it's come from nowhere up until April this year, and then it's just continually won every time it's, it's stepped out. There's questions, obviously. It's never been over the trip before. Um, that's a, one thing you do. You would have liked to have seen it run a little bit closer uh, distance, but, yeah, I, I think it's going to be very hard to beat on come Tuesday. Yeah, look, I, I, I support Barnes' view. Look, um, how are they going to beat it? Is the question um, certainly some things are going to need to go wrong for incentivise for other horses to beat it? Probably the two downsides: it is drawn at sixteen, but it's probably going to show speed and it's probably trying going to come and sit somewhere yeah. um, towards the top. I think it, it needs to find cover somewhere. It's got so plenty of time to do it. So it's going to try and find some cover any uh, across. I know it hasn't run the distance before, but I don't know that I'm too concerned about that. Um, 57 is a big ask for a horse that's never ran 3,200 before and only up until recently um, in the last six months has the, the form that it has. Uh, probably asking something of a horse that's never been done before, uh, carrying 57 for this first time in a race like this with coming into this, this field. But having said that, uh, just looks a cut above the, the rest of the... The pack here is so hard to go past incentivise. Two fifty now, out twenty cents. I think you'll probably get close to three dollars on the day. I, 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 I'd be surprised if you didn't get three dollars. Yep. Uh, at three dollars, I think it's a good bet. It is a star of the turf. It's made a believer out of me. I wasn't sure what to make out of it. Yeah, me too. Uh, three months ago, comes here. It's going to find somewhere in the running line. It could even sit, um, sort of one back, two wide, two or three wide. It'll find a spot. Brett Pre will get it in. Wherever he needs to, it can roll forward and lead this field if it has to. I, th- I, I starting to think, and it is clearly on top. I think three dollars is a bet, and um, excited to see what it can produce. If it wins this, it might be a complete star of the turf. The third is Spanish Mission coming off being beaten a lip by Stradivarius, who's been, uh, I guess, the preeminent stayer in the world for a few years now. Is second in the market. Craig Williams for Andrew Balding. Barney, how'd you line this one up? I went back and watched a couple of the replays, actually. Um, obviously, the market says that it's a, a live chance. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be able to come home with enough pace as um, they seem to like to do over here. Um, to be honest, I was, I, I'd expect it to be somewhere in the pack coming over the line, but... I, I think it's probably going to be more towards the fifth or sixth position rather than um, the first couple. So, 
Yeah, fair enough. You're allowed to say that. Um, I agree with that because we've tend to found the the ones that have come out here and been successful are the over there the shorter course horses that still have a sprint or can find a sprint at the end of 32. Uh, Beaver, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think the same. And I think that what we've seen in recent years is these international horses that do come, that do have that sprint, are a little bit lower down in the weights. Mm. So this is there's no there's always the four year old at the, the bottom of the weights. Yeah. And, the, and North, I think or that's, Northern that, that's three. the case here. They carry 54, 53. This has got 57. Um, drawn similar to Incentivize, and it's 8.50. I think it's a little bit skinny in the market. I actually, yeah, I think there's, again, a couple of horses that I'd probably want to be on before it um, in this race. So, yeah, look, it's it's definitely a chance, but without having seen it, and, and uh, yeah, I'm just not so sure I'd be taking 8.50. No, fair enough. It's uh, we get to the fourth horse in the market. Interesting runner here, very elegant, coming off. Uh, lots of people think the run of the race in the Cox Plate gets J Mac. No rain around, unfortunately. Otherwise, it would make this race very interesting. Uh, Beaver, you were you've been quite strong, and you think very elegant should have won the Cox Plate. Yep. Where does it fit here? Yeah, I think that's right. I think uh, very elegant <coughs> was. Uh, Probably the forgotten horse in the ra- the Cox Plate run. How you missed the kick in the Cox Plate, I just don't know. Um, when it was behind Animo, it probably was never going to beat Animo. Yeah. It, it should have been sitting fourth or fifth uh, in the running line. If it if it was, I think it wins that race. Interestingly, they've backed it up. It wasn't a bad a bad run. I am a little bit concerned that that probably did take a fair bit out of it because it did Peter on the run okay. at the end, yeah. um, having to chase so hard. Again, uh, 57, gate 19. The only benefit, it's got J-Mac. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to need to get in. And to get the distance, I think it's going to need a cosy run. A, a chance, um, probably, probably, in my mind, a better chance than Spanish Mission. Um, but, uh, yeah, going to need a little bit of luck on it. That's day. a fair comment to say it's a better chance than Spanish Mission. Look, she has won. She's the best mare in Australia. She's won nine group ones. I think fits in really well here. I think uh, we'll, if you're keen on Ash, and I'm just looking at the market now, we'll give you a a, a strong side at the price. Yeah, twelve dollars. I think that's I think that's just a nine, the gate price. nineteen just worries me because it's gonna probably want to get in that sort of midfield part, and it's just gonna have to find a spot. If, and if J Mac can work some magic, then happy days. But you, you, he's gonna need to. Yeah, and I'll just get you to put your mic a little bit closer to your mouth there, Beaver. Or uh, yeah, get any more. My complaints, race That's horse right. four is explosive. Jack, the four-year-old, king of the derbies, won derbies in three states last year and went third in the Queensland one. Uh, is he going any good at the moment, Barn? No, I don't think he is, to be honest. And I think he's more of a 2,000-metre horse. I can't see him getting the distance. Um, and if he does, he's basically, I think he'll be walking over the line by the time he gets there. So, um, yeah, I'd, I would expect it to be midfield or worse at the end of this race, to be honest. Big knock I've got is all the four-year-olds stink this year. <laughs> Have we had any champion four-year-olds come out? It, it, uh, good on it winning, which I owned him. Good on him winning all three derbies, but we haven't seen any of the four-year-old form stack up at all, uh, apart from I'm Thunderstruck, who is, didn't compete as an earlier season mm. three-year-old. He's fresh on the scene. Uh, I don't know if he's going that well. Uh, good luck to Connections, but I'm happy to pass, Beaver. No, thank you. Um, no chance. The chosen one, the winner of the 2019 Herbert Power Stakes, has had 16 goes at Group 1 level for Duck Egg. Uh, probably needs a bog. 
out of Savabil who hasn't sired a stakes winner longer than 2,500 and uh, is getting uh, up in age at the moment. Any interest from you, Barn? Uh, not particularly. It did finish quite well last year. Um, I think it ran fourth in the race last mm. year. Um, but, yeah, the... Sorry. The Herbert Power actually was quite good, but, yeah, the Caulfield Cup run stunk and... Um, I don't think I'll be putting any any of my money anywhere near it. So, any dad be? No, I think Barn's about right there. You know, a couple of okay runs is preparation. Um, gets to thirty two hundred, but uh, probably if you're going off the back of the Caulfield Cup run, uh, you're probably not going to want to put any money on this. Interesting runner here that I'll get your thoughts on is the Delphi. Oh, Delphi. The Friedman of the Anthony Friedman team and Damien Oliver coming off starting single figures in the Caulfield Cup where it led up, which might not have necessarily suited. Definitely not. And is now popping up here at a price. What are you going to do with this horse? Yeah, look, I, I, leading up in the Caulfield Cup was it a disaster. Uh, it just was the sitting shot there. Didn't suit at all. Gate three here, I think it'll get cover. Uh, it'll get back, a, you know, sort of just in, just in front of midfield. I think it's... I think it's a sneaky chance, um, that's for sure. The form brighter, that was good. Uh, the wind, it took off early, the start before that, and uh, won quite comfortably. Going at 3,200, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it did beat the chosen one in that race. We just Yeah, that's, that's my point. They're like 3,200, but it took off early and it yeah, killed yeah, them. It, it killed yeah. them, right? It was yep. heaps better there. It's weighted well. It's got Oliver. Uh, 3,200's a concern for me. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd be putting my money on, but... Uh, if you want a few bucks on it, go ahead. Yeah, um, only slightly better than the last one we spoke about, <laughs> I think, because <laughs> as you mentioned, it won the Herbert Power in that uh, against the chosen one. I might have a dollar or two each way on it, as Beaver said, but other than that, I don't think it's any chance of winning. Ocean Billy's now with Chris Waller coming over from the Bill and Sue Pomare stable over in New Zealand and uh, won the Auckland Cup, has resumed a couple of flashing runs in New Zealand. Didn't do a great deal in the Caulfield Cup, but if it's ever going to peak, it's for this. Uh, any interest, either of you boys? Not for me. Zero. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a very old school plotter who, it'll be the one just whacking away in a 32, but hopefully runs a nice seventh for connections. Uh, Salino started 200s in the Caulfield Cup for Chris Waller and Ron Stewart. Mm, does is actually tied to um, Spanish Mission many moons ago, but since it's arrived in Australia, has done very little. Again, we might skip through some of these. Any anything you want to add? I can't believe it's only nineties. <laughs> <laughs> That's gate twenty four. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll race it myself. No, fair enough. <laughs> I've got a feeling you might do better in other venues here. We might have a look. Uh, the next in the market is Johnny Get Angry, the VSC Derby winner. Last year, it was the, I think on time, it was the worst derby of all time. It, I think literally no horse out of that race has won since. Cherry Tortoni might have won in Adelaide since. Uh, very average form. It's done nothing since. Good luck to Dennis Pagan and Connections. But have you boys, anything you want to talk about it? <laughs> no, I just put a cross next to it. 70s? Is there a missing a zero on this? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously? Uh, 120 is the exchange when you might want to get on there. Still missing go. a... Zero at the end of it. All right, well, here's your zero. Uh, Knight's order for Daniel Stackhouse and the Waterhouse team did win the 3,200-metre uh, Brisbane Cup in the winter. It's 
going to bounce to the front and probably be the bunny for this field here. Should well, we keep it's really out of its depth, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's 200s and it's, <laughs> it's better than the other two. Uh, Passan, off the third in the Caulfield Cup at a big price, was the one that ran fifth last year and was the uh, the flashing light for this year, you'd argue. I think only Fiorente's really come back and won off not winning first time around. Red Godot got close a few times. Is there interest here at the price? I think 40s isn't a bad price yeah. uh, for a bit of interest. I, I don't think it's good enough to win the race, that's for sure. Um, it's got a bit of ability. I think last year it was going better than what it was this year. Uh, only three starts this year is interesting to me. Um, it sort of was further into its prep last time and was going well. It had won a few races. This preparation, it hasn't won any races and kind of probably doesn't have and look like winning. So I'm a bit surprised. I don't know if it's got the kilometres in the legs. Um, yeah. It's not a genuine two-miler as it is. And I'm a bit worried that it just doesn't have the kilometres in the legs. So I wouldn't even be having anything on the 40s. I think um, probably something like Delph would take my interest more than it. Oh, exactly. The same as that, to be honest. Um, I've, I've, I've always had a bit of an opinion of this horse. I've followed it for quite a while now. But, um, yeah, this year, as Beaver said, he's, it's just seems to be a, a peg or two below where it was this time last year. So, uh, I'll make a small case for the price, only because last year it raced for almost 12 months through into the Cup. I feel like this year this is the targeted race. Um, and who am I to doubt? Miles in Kieran Ma. Dave Eustace horse's legs after the derby. So uh, not necessarily... Uh, it's one for wider exotics. If you're going to throw six or seven to a first four, I think it fits there. Uh, I'll, I'll take 50s about it, but that's about it. Well, you uh, just it just blew five points. Oh, no, there talking. we go. <laughs> there it is. Very good. Uh, but I, I think it's the forgotten horse in this field relative to other horses. Yeah, sure. Uh, Cariff never had a black-type win. Turned up here for the Snowden camp. Anything we can talk about? Better start now. <laughs> Dad was a good horse. Uh, Master of Wine, who's been joined in those colours by Zarek and plenty of other milk drinkers. Uh, any interest here? This was going to win the Corfu Cup last year, they said. Yeah, should have kept running and stayed for this year's <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> Pondus, one of Beaver's favourites uh, for Rachel King, Robert Hickman. Uh, came out hasn't won a race in Australia. It's come out and let up a lot of these races where it's been hard in the market. It will probably do the same here. Any interest, gentlemen? It seems to be a sort of one-pace horse, doesn't yep. it? Just gets around at the, just <laughs> plods around at the same sort of speed. Can't see it winning. I, I don't think it any figures in the f- probably top six or seven either. So yeah, look, I think that's right, Barn. I think it looks like fairly one-pace plotted. Thought it had every chance last start, to be honest, and. Got run over, third up, maybe that helps a bit and it improves a little bit, but uh, I don't think Rachel's strong enough for this horse to figure in the, at the end of the day, you'd want a bit, you'd, you'd want hundreds. Yeah. Uh, Grand Promenade, five-year-old gelding for McAvoy and Team Ma, honest little, very honest little trial, has beaten home Charlie Rose, who's come out to win the, to win the Geelong Cup since. Any interest here, Barn? Did oh, win the Bart Cummings too, I should say. As yeah, well. it was a nice win as well. Um, three weeks off into this one. Actually, I, I am quite interested in this horse. I think uh, it should be there at the end of the 3,200 metres and it does seem to have a pretty good uh, sprint on it compared to some of the others in this field. So I'll have a bit of money each way on this one, I think. Karen knows what he's doing, Beaver. Yeah, he does. Uh, 
Interesting runner. I, I agree with Barney here. Uh, it was a good win last start, uh, but no incentivise in the field. One thing you know about Grand Promenade, my little concern is the gate 21. Yep. You know it's got to sit forward, so it's going to have to be get, get out, used up. Kieran's going to mm. have to get it in and get it into a good position. A lot of Melbourne Cups recently, you get that the first 400 where everyone just looks at each other, don't you? Yeah. So there might be a chance to... So it might just get, get that, back that chance to press in... Um, you look at incentivise, you might want to try and follow incentivise over, I would say, is is my guess. Um, look, last before he went out for a spell, he was flying. And it, and it's a horse that races on speed, and it will it will probably at some stage in the straight at 400 to go, probably look a, a chance. Yeah. Can it run the strong 3,200? That's probably my slight question mark. So again, probably just needs to get a little bit of luck in running. It's a bit like, I put it in the same basket as very elegant. Uh, needs to get in, get some cover, get get a cosy run, and then I think it can run a strong 3,200. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't get that and has to do too much work, I think the pressure at the end would be too much. But at about the $20 mark, I, I tend to agree with Barney. It's not the worst not the worst bet in the world. Miami Bound, uh, the 2019 Oaks winner, produced a freakish run 12 months ago that had me interested at the price in last year's Melbourne Cup. Has done very little since. Uh, Patrick Maloney, Danny O'Brien, Barn. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, it's not going any better than it did last year, and it didn't go real well in the cup last year. So I can't see it to um have it making any impression on this race. <laughs> Port Galar, Port Jalam, Jalami, Galami, Salami, Galam uh, for Harry Coffee and the Hayes Boys. Uh, interesting run here. Like very lightly raced. Has come out. Interesting. It's yeah, nothing right. freaking it's interesting nothing. about it. It's come out and done very little since it's got to Australia. A four-year-old, the only thing that peak went is four-year-old and 52 kilos. Uh, what price is it? Hundreds? It probably should be. 150s. Yeah, 150. Uh, she's ideal at the 150s here for Froggy Just New. Before you move on, yeah. it's another one I think I can beat. <laughs> yeah, right. We should tee up the, the beaver race. Uh, she's ideal. Kingston Town Stakes winner seventh in the Caulfield Cup in the wrong part of the track. Has been the queen of flashing light runs for a long time. Lots of, lots of uh, beyond me next time runs. If it was the last on the program, I'd be terrified if beyond what he does there. But uh, look, have we got any interest in she's ideal? No, not at all for me. Yeah, not really. I think it's probably one of the better one hundred to one. <laughs> I think no chances. If I was looking at a hundred hundred dollar shot, it would be one that I'd be more keen to back than any other. If I had to pick one. Um, it was going pretty good. Three starts back when it won. I thought that was a really outstanding hmm. run. The last two haven't been great. It's it's probably that. It's a bit of a grade below some of the top class. It does run some good races. And I don't know. Could potentially sneak into, you know, a, a first four. Um, but yeah, no. I think you know. I think it's the best hundred to one shot in this race. Yeah. If you're looking for one, uh, is honest. We'll try. I think we'll stay. Uh, and we'll beat half the field home. Yeah. Future score won the Cranbourne Cup. Right now you can get 320 on the exchange. Do we need to say much about it? Charlie Rose is the Geelong <laughs> Cup winner. Uh, Grand home in the Geelong Cup. It has formed through, as I've mentioned, uh, Grand Promenade and Nonconformist, which ties into, you can tie into incentivise. Is she the stay here that we're all missing, or, or what have you done, Beaver? Look, definite chance. Um, I like to look at a few of these 
number 20s um, and below that are that are lightweight here. Charlie Rose was really good last preparation. It's come back just as in good order. Yeah. Um, stays all day again. Uh, probably sits near enough to the pace. I think it can run the 3,200 out. It'll keep plugging when some of these are going backwards. Uh, has a nice little sprint on it. Um, 16 to 1 is probably, probably a little bit unders for me. Um, but that's probably because the field is, is fairly weak outside of the favourite. Mm. And that's probably why you find Charlie Rose 16s. Definitely, you know, doesn't run bad races. And I'd certainly have it in, in my... Um, in my first four, yeah, hundred percent the same. I'd definitely be in my exotic uh, in my exotic bets. Everything that uh, Beaver mentioned, I love the way that she just tries every time she goes out, and um, yeah, I'll be having a little. I'd, as I'd like it around probably twenty fives, twenty eights, but and I'll definitely throw some money at it if it gets out somewhere there. But floating artist, uh, well, we're talking about eighteen to sort of twenty dollars shots. It's the one that's piqued my interest. Should have won, should be undefeated in Australia. Went too slow, two back, and yeah, not the greatest ride last start. And if you look at that run, it was 10 lengths in front, 100 metres past the line. Uh, comes here, I think it's going to stay. I think it could, I think any pace is going to suit it better than the jig jogs it's been in. And I think it's the one for me outside of the market. Well, a bit longer in the market that I'll have something on Barney. <laughs> You've said everything that I'm going to say, so. <laughs> Yeah, no, big, I'm a big fan of this horse. Um, when it won three starts back, I had a multi into the cup and... Oh, with it in it? What's that? It was... I had it into the Melbourne Cup, but I had Zaki in, okay. my, in my multi. Yep. And Zaki put me out and I had about four other things, this, into this, into the Melbourne Cup. Um, You've got to have a sanity bet then, don't you, to try and... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> be backing it. Then um, two starts back, it missed... It, it just was not ridden the right way and it finished third and wasn't the worst run. Then I, I watched it last start and it was absolute moral beaten. Um, they went around it, it got stuck back, got pulled back and then flew along the inside. Um, yep. As you said, not far off the post, it was going two to their one. This is at 50 kilos on the back. This is a real life chance, this. Um, $15, there's gradual money for it. Uh, I think this should be second favourite at the moment, to be honest. It's it's the it's the real danger to guys. Um, I'm definitely going to play on floating artist. I, I'm not going to let this one get under my guard. Uh, good chance. Like it. Yep. yep. Well, I've already said. Oh, you. Cool. <laughs> right. Nothing else. Yeah, no, you guys are the professionals. That's right. right. <laughs> uh, great hell, uh, great house uh, comes off the th- winning the Hotham into the three day back up here. Uh, Mickey D and Chris Waller loses J Mac. Can uh, it? Do much here, Beaver? Oh, it's not the worst in the world, that's for sure. Probably a little bit, again, under the, under the odds. But uh, Great House came here with a lot of expectation when it was running in Sydney. Put in some good runs last prep. Came back here, plotted when you thought it was going to win, then started to turn its form around with a nice win at Newcastle and then some other really nice runs. Come out Saturday, won well. Um, look, I think it'll get the distance and I think it'll finish in the, in the, you know, the top ten. Uh, can it win? Uh, floating artists at 15s and in at 21s, I'll probably yep. put my chips elsewhere. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think it runs a nice 6th or 7th here. What do you think? Yeah, uh, around the same. It, win on the weekend was really nice, um, but I think that's about as far as it's going to... I don't think it'll be winning any further. It's an ordinary That field. kind of distance. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And even then, it was on the even then started four dollars in an average field. It's not going to stack up yes. to incentivize. It uh, was two seventy when we did the show Thursday, yeah. and I can't believe we got the four dollars in that field. But anyway, Sir Lucan, the UK three year old, no weightance back, G Boss on top, uh, Irish Group winner. To me, he's a nod on the roulette rule here uh, on the roulette wheel. It's yeah. the, the one right down there that I don't quite know what to do with Barney. Yeah, don't know a lot about it either. I'd, I'd suggest it's going to need some luck to be figuring in the finish of this race. Yeah, look, it's hard to get a real good line on this form. Um, eighth, fourth, second. It won it in Ireland at Navin. Uh, again, uh, Barnes a chance of winning one there. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I think, again, $23. Gate 18. Waterhouse spot. It's probably names just there because I don't know why. Um, got to go somewhere. Got to go somewhere. Again, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a twenty-three dollar chance. That's for sure. Um, I think there's probably five or six that I'd want to put money on before it. So we get to the the crux of the show. Do we need? Uh, so we need the winner, and maybe a suggestion for an exotic, uh, if you might throw in. Do you want to lead us away, Beaver? Here. Yeah. Look, can't can't go past incentivise here. Uh, that's my that's my tip in the race. Uh, that's what I'll most likely be backing. Um, floating artist is definitely the main danger for me. Uh, I think it's a genuine chance in this race. And if I was throwing a few other horses in uh, for a some of my exotics, certainly throw in our Grand Promenade, Charlie Rose, and very elegant. Barney. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd obviously, incentivise is going to be extremely hard to beat. I I generally like to bet with a bit of value, so I'm going to go with last year's winner, to be honest, at $12. I think it's a fairly good price. Um, can see that being close enough to win if as long as it gets a decent run. So um, I'll go with that as a winner. As you mentioned, a uh, bit of some each way hopes. I'd, I'm going to I'd throw Delphi in there as a um, someone I'd have some money on each way. Grand Promenade also, uh, which would be a decent chance. And Beaver wrapped up floating artist, and he's convinced me so there'll be some money going there as well. Incentivised clearly on top for me. Uh, I think you'll get uh, two dollars eighty, at least three dollars on the day once money starts coming in uh, from floating artist. To this will suit much better than its last two runs. You've got to throw the two imports in. Twilight Payment, Spanish Mission, or both be more than competitive than half this field. And then, if you want to, if you're looking for your your next couple to throw into a big first four, to be very elegant, Grand Promenade and Sir Lucan. Like I said, it's not in the roulette wheel there, but uh, incentivise uh, no tricks in this. If it turns up and runs well, I think it's going to win. And uh, good luck to all connections there. Thank you, gentlemen. We've got through our Melbourne Cup preview part of the show. Uh, check out progroupracing.com.au for their free tips, extensive guides every week. We are the Beaver and Dagger here twice a week, every week, free on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere good podcasts are found to look at midweek racing as well as a Saturday card. And uh, jump back onto this channel. You'll find the rest of the card wrapped up by the three of us very soon. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Enjoy the race, and we'll talk to everyone very soon.